0: Yo, 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 welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your your host, Miles Brown. And today, I'd like to talk about two things. Um, One would be your attitude will determine your altitude in your career or your company. Um, And if I have time, I also want to talk about fasting and what happens when you start a fast in the spirit realm. Um so attitude. I hired a young man not too long ago after one of my uh employees left to go on to greener pastures. They their full time job ended up seeing the work ethic, seeing Um, the diligence that they were put in and offered to pay for his schooling to go back to school and finish up some things and, you know, um, help him excel so he could no longer do the part-time night janitorial work for my company because it would now conflict with his schooling. The crazy thing about that was from the moment I hired this guy I knew his attitude was going to make him go far. So even when I got the call that he'd be moving on from the part time because he's been um, favored at his uh, full time job to go back to school, I was happy. I was proud. I was like, man, you know, that shows that I'm really looking for the best of the best, even if it's for part time work, you know. Um, And his attitude from start to finish was very professional. If there was a concern that came up, it was not much back and forth. It was, okay, got you, no problem. Um, I'll work on that. Uh, I would get pictures. Hey, handle that, Bob. You know, it's all good. And the amount of peace he brought to my company and me was invaluable. So, um, I ended up paying him more and more just to stay for as long as he could. And I, I just truly understood that the person, he, his type of ilk is quite rare in today's world. And right after him, I hired someone who... Seemed pretty good on the surface, but the Lord was kind of revealing the character behind the person. Very quick to anger, which is a red flag for me in in a business setting, because um, if you'll let yourself become visibly angry at work, I don't know what in the world you do at home. Because we should be able to separate business from emotions. I'm not saying that it's easy, because sometimes business can affect your emotions the most. I get that, but there's a difference between maybe going home and venting to your wife or girlfriend about, "Oh, I had a rough day at work." Uh, they nitpicking, blah blah blah, whatever, versus saying those same things to your boss in the moment. As you're being critiqued. So I was like. You know. This is probably not going to last. As long as I'm. I would have hoped. Um, I gave a, a young brother a chance. And. It's really rough to go. Against stereotypes these days. You know. Like sometimes they say. You know. Don't judge a book by the cover. But at the same time. If nine times out of ten. You pick up this. This book. And it reads bad. Um, you're going to be a lot more hesitant to pick those those same books up again. So after the first infraction, I'm like, all right, cool. We're going we're going to you know do some more training. Let me sh- point out to him exactly where the client is having uh, issues, and let's see if he can he he can course correct you know and from that night of the last training he seemed to have been in a better mood like understanding like hey I'm not trying to come down on you but I have a job as the owner to make sure that my clients are receiving the standard of clean that they're normally used to you know and He kind of got it or I felt like he he got it enough to trust him again with the responsibility. So the next week comes and boom, I get photos from the client and they're like, hey, you know, seems like he may be falling back into the same routines that you just, you know, helped us with last week. Wanted to make you aware of it. Um, you know, we've been with you for, for years. So we understand the transition of new clients. Um, thank you for solving this as soon as possible. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, let me tap in with my worker and get a read on him. And the moment I sent the, the pictures and was trying to explain to him what else we could do it turned into this is more hassle than it's worth and a part of me really really resonated with that because in my climb up to where i am today there were plenty of times where i'm like yeah this i'm not i'm this this is not it i'll i'll rather deal with something with less headaches and even get paid less than to deal with this. But truthfully, through this process, I just don't feel like I was very hard on him or, you know, anything like that. It's just that his attitude was so easily interrupted. And he mentioned a bunch of times he's going through a lot in his personal life. And I'm truly understanding of having personal battles and it affecting the work life balance, but there's a professionalism that you show at work and with people who can help you in the future. Cause you never, you don't want to burn any bridges because maybe you might, might need to use me as a last minute referral. Like, Hey, um, x y and z used to work for you what was his attitude like what was this what was that because most people when they call for a reference they already know that the person could do the job or whatever what they're trying to fill out is what problems where's their weaknesses where are their strengths and a lot of times when people call and i'm real about well they're you know pretty hot headed quickly That's when it's like, oh, no, no, we we can't like even if they're a hard worker, they show up on time. It's something about having a nasty attitude to be very sensitive when it comes to correction that turns people off like nobody wants to work with the hothead. It just is what it is like. I'd, I'd much rather work with a mild tempered person than to deal with somebody who's I have to walk on eggshells to make sure that this person doesn't fly off the handle Um, and it it just can be a lot you know Um, and what I've, I've really 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 learned go with your first instinct and intuition the father let me know a couple times throughout this process. I don't know. It was like, I don't know. I don't know. But really, it was red flag, red flag. And a lot of times I try to ignore things. Um, when it comes to my people. And that's a flaw in me where i know i should do better i really shouldn't be um letting certain people slide with things i wouldn't let other people slide with but that's just me being transparent about the bias because i know what it's like to be discriminated against i know what it's like to feel like other people can make a mistake but but i personally can't um I understand what it's like to have a a hot head and a bad attitude. Like I've lost contracts throughout the year because of not being emotionally detached from the work and the job. And really, like I said, this season of life, the fall season really exposes a lot about what you're what you're going to what your trajectory is for the new year, because the beginning of the year things get easier as it gets to the summer. but towards the end of the year things get really hard. So all of the lessons and the growing that you should have been doing during the, the easy months working on yourself, those things have been tested come fall and winter time. And me and my father, we have this saying, we always tell each other, hey man, winter's coming. In the dead of summer, we talk about winter. In the beginning of spring, we talk about winter because it's our attitude adjustment that harvest season is here, but planting season is coming. It's a it's an ebb and it's a flow, it's it's an up and it's a down. And I would rather be balanced all year round and understanding that this is the high season. This is the low season, but we're going to get through it. That's how camels are when they're walking through that desert. They don't sprint and run like the horse because the horse can't handle the harshness of the desert because he doesn't have the temperament and the balance to conserve energy at that level to be able to to navigate what that harsh terrain of the desert brings. And to me. Business is like a desert. Some people find their oasis early. But when that oasis dries up and they have to go to another area to find water, to find nutrients, the journey can almost kill them. And then that's when you see the attitudes flare up. You can tell what season somebody's life is in. Um, You can tell the maturity of somebody in their season by what they're going through and how they're dealing with it and people who can remain balanced and calm in the eye of the storm. Those people are battle tested. Those people come with a seasoned, a seasoned approach that you can almost smell on a person. You can look at them, their countenance, how they move, how they, how everything is done, how they, how they react to good and bad news. They never too happy about the good news and they never too sad about the bad news you know because they've been through that this season in life and I just wanted to 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 really touch on that and say, tap in, ask yourself, am I being reasonable about the criticism? Am I as good at this skill as I said that I was? Because a lot of times people aren't really willing to give up on you because labor and employment um, is hard to find good, trustworthy people with no record. And, you know, all of the things you got to clear out, and that good credit histories. So it's not that the companies don't want you. They don't want to keep you. It's a lot of times your attitude is not conducive to a upward trajectory. And that's what's killing you. That's what's taking you out. That's what's stopping interviews. That's what's that's the the intangible that you might be missing is that people can read your attitude. Learn to hide that attitude in a business setting. I'm not saying ignore criticisms or when you feel like somebody's doing you bad, don't stand up. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take everything with a grain of salt in a business perspective because you're being judged more on how you're handling these situations than the situation itself a lot of times. And that's pretty much on anything. Everybody, you live life long enough, you're going to come into a season that sucks. But how you handle that sucky season in that time will determine whether your clients want to stick in there with you, whether the people who purchase your products want to stick in there with you, whether um, your reviews stay consistent, because really business is all about consistency. Like somebody may have a really great uh, smoothie. The consistency is great when you go to their shop every single time but it might not be the best, best smoothie. But then you go to this other shop that's absolutely phenomenal. But when you get there, you kind of never know what you're going to get. Because if the wrong people are there, they may make it watery or runny. So that first experience that you get where you're blown away, oh, this is the best thing ever. And then you bring somebody there and now it's like, oh, it's runny. Oh, it's, it's kind of nasty. Like this is not what I had last time, but then what's the, the odds and the chances of you coming back there as opposed to just going to Panera Bread or somewhere where you know exactly how that smoothie is going to turn out every time. That luxury tax of paying the person who is the specialist kind of goes out the window if the, if the consistency of the product or service wavers all the time. And you as an employee, you have to look at yourself as a product. Is my product consistent? Is my product serving? Is my product easy to deal with? And this could be the reason why some of those jobs aren't calling back. This could be the reason why you're not being promoted and being held at a certain position in life. Because the product is too inconsistent. They can bet on you in one area. But they, don't, they may not see the future of growth in another. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast there. And we can talk about fasting and what happens when you fast in the spirit world on the next one. Until next time, I'm your host, Miles Brown. Peace.